It is now 0 hour 30 Universal Time, and here is the news in Special English from the Voice of America. I'm Robert Cohen in Washington. Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi is reported to have survived an apparent NATO airstrike. But the Libyan government says the airstrike killed one of his sons and three grandchildren. A government spokesman said 29-year-old Saif al-Arab and the grandchildren were killed during a direct attempt to kill the Libyan leader. He also said that Muammar and his wife were in their son's home at the time, but they were not injured. Earlier, NATO rejected an offer from Mr. Gaddafi for negotiations to end the conflict in Libya. Libyan rebels also rejected his offer. They said the time for compromise has passed. Syrian activists say six people were killed Saturday in the city of Daraa. The activists said the killings took place after the military and gunmen began firing on civilians. They said a woman and her two daughters died after a tank shell hit their home. The violence comes one day after activists and witnesses said at least 65 people were killed in political violence across Syria. The activists and witnesses blamed government forces for the deaths. The main opposition group in Yemen, says President Ali Abdullah Saleh, has refused to sign an agreement that calls for his resignation. The Six-Nation Gulf Cooperation Council negotiated the agreement as part of a plan to end Yemen's political unrest. However, opposition officials said Saturday that the head of the council had left the country without President Saleh's signature. They said Mr. Saleh refused to sign the document as president. The Reuters news agency reported that he wanted to sign as head of the ruling party. The top United Nations official in Afghanistan is urging both pro-government forces and the Taliban to protect civilians. Stefan de Mistura released a statement Saturday. He said that all sides in the Afghan conflict must not launch attacks on areas where civilians gather, such as government buildings or markets. Mr. De Mistura said Afghan civilians have paid the price of war too long. The UN statement came after hours after the Taliban promised to launch an offensive against the American-led coalition and its allies on Sunday. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. The Iraqi parliament has agreed to pay $400 million to Americans who say they suffered abuse under Iraq's former government. The Americans say the abuse took place during the Gulf War. In 1990, the forces of Iraqi leader Saddam Hussein invaded Kuwait. 
Iraqi forces seized hundreds of American citizens and used them as human shields to protect the Iraqi forces from coalition attacks. Some of the hostages said they were tortured or mistreated. At least 12 people were killed in attacks across Iraq on Saturday. Iraqi government and security officials appeared to be the targets. Police said a suicide bomber killed seven people at a market in the northern city of Mosul. Investigators said at least four of those killed were soldiers. Separately, there were several violent attacks in the town of Taji, about 20 kilometers north of Baghdad. Officials said government opponents killed one judge and at least one of his children. Officials in the United States say at least 350 people are known to have died in the recent severe weather. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration said last Wednesday, April 27th, was the second deadliest single day for tornadoes in U.S. history. The deadliest day happened back in 1925, when 747 people died in a series of violent storms. On Saturday, survivors and volunteers continued to search through wreckage in seven southeastern states. Tens of thousands of Catholics gathered in Rome Saturday to remember Pope John Paul II. The religious gathering began with a two-minute video of the Pope talking to young people 11 years ago. The crowd cheered Marie-Simone Pierre, a Catholic religious worker from France. She says her cure from Parkinson's disease was the work of Pope John Paul. The former Roman Catholic leader suffered from the same disease. On Sunday, a beatification ceremony for John Paul will take place at the Vatican. It is the last step before the Roman Catholic Church recognizes Pope John Paul as a saint. President Robert Mugabe of Zimbabwe is in Rome for the beatification ceremony. Mr. Mugabe's trip to the Vatican does not violate a European Union travel ban against him. The EU ordered the ban nine years ago because of reported human rights abuses in Zimbabwe during Mugabe's leadership. The ban prevents Mr. Mugabe from traveling to EU member countries. However, the Vatican is an independent state and not part of the Union. The Zimbabwean leader has been permitted to travel to the Vatican through Italy. Briefly, here again is the major news of the hour. The Libyan government says a NATO airstrike has killed a son of Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi and three of his grandchildren. The opposition in Yemen says President Ali Abdullah Saleh has refused to sign an agreement that calls for his resignation. And the United Nations is urging all sides in Afghanistan to protect civilians.
That's the news in VOA Special English. Attention listeners, here is your chance to win a radio that receives shortwave, medium wave, and FM. Just answer the following questions. First, in what country are you listening to this announcement? Next, if VOA Special English could broadcast at any time of day, what time would be best for you? Use your local time. Then, how are you listening to this broadcast? Let us know if you're listening to shortwave, medium wave, or FM radio, the internet, or direct from satellite. And finally, how much news would you like in our half-hour broadcast? Choose any number 